Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Meetings Concierge podcast, where you can learn everything you need to know to pull off a successful meeting. I'm Nancy Nachman, and I've been in the hospitality industry since 1981. After studying hospitality management in college, I went to work in sales for some of the world's finest hotel companies. While helping people plan their meetings, I realized my hotel insider knowledge and expertise was something I had to share with people who plan meetings. Hence, The Meetings Concierge was launched in 1994. I invite you to email meeting planning questions to me. My email address is nancy at meetingsconcierge.com. And I will be so very happy to provide answers to your questions and concerns. Share with me what went wrong at your last meeting and I'll help fix it so those troubles don't happen again. And now, let's begin. Oftentimes when people are planning meetings, there is an element to bringing people together that is either overlooked or avoided. And that is called emergency preparedness. I always talk about emergency preparedness as one of the most important parts of planning a meeting because things do happen and can happen and being prepared. If you listen to my podcasts often enough, you will hear me repeat being prepared. Being prepared is what will help you when things do happen and being prepared is essential. I have a funny saying where I always, if if I have my umbrella, it won't rain. And having an emergency preparedness plan in place prior to taking guests anywhere for a meeting or event will will help you have that umbrella. It It will protect you and prepare you for what you are going to have to face and deal with if something does go wrong either in the destination where you're holding your event or in a destination where your guests are going back to, etc. I do believe that it is the responsibility of a corporation to prepare for the safety of its guests or, or an association. When you bring people together, you have to think about and be concerned about how you're going to take care of them if something does go awry. And if you have a plan in place and you're in the midst of chaos, which comes out of nowhere, such as a live shooter, such as a tornado, such as a health outbreak within the hotel, So these are all of the things that you unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because it is certainly not pleasant and meeting planning is pleasant and fun and you're doing an opportunity to bring people together, but emergency preparedness is so valuable and should never, ever be overlooked. So people ask me all the time, where do I begin to put a plan together? 
And I heard something wonderful several years ago from a client who did this in their own organization, and I share it with everyone. They put together what they called an emergency preparedness think tank in their office. And they encourage people to come together and be part of the think tank, especially people who had nothing to do with meeting planning. And they found that they brought some of the best ideas that even an experienced meeting planner might overlook. So gathering a good sampling of associates in your own office to have them volunteer to be part of this team is a fabulous way to start putting your plan in place. I think it's valuable also that you get your C-level suite executives to sign off on their corporate responsibility by having them read your document that you put together and sign it and date it and distribute it to everyone who should have it in your organization. In advance of situations, it's really important to have a confirmed method of communication and contact with your guests and determine who from your organization or association is authorized to speak to your guests, the hotel management, local law authorities, anyone that might be in the press. If something happens, whatever it may be, make sure you have your C-level suites sign off on what can and will happen. And another very important and valid thing is to have a plan in place. So if something happened like an active shooter in your meeting room and everyone runs and disperses to somewhere, always have a somewhere location spot that is predetermined and pre-communicated to your guests so that there's always a meeting place if something were to go wrong. It could be something like an an earthquake. Just just keep in mind to have the value of having a meetup place. A few blocks, for instance, from the hotel where you're meeting can really come in handy if a situation occurred and people ran. There are hundreds of stories that we have heard over the years about things that happen when our customers are meeting. There have been deaths of attendees. There has been Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans. There was 9-11 in New York City. And I could go on and on and on. So it's not fun, like I said, but it is extremely important to put your emergency preparedness think tank together, have a plan, make sure that your C-level executives are aware of the plan, sign off on the plan. And as upper management changes and CEOs move along, revamp and redo and have this... um, Uh, have your think tank meetings every year or two and have your corporate executives when new ones come in, be aware of the plan and sign off on it. So here's a few other suggestions that you might think about to start putting your emergency preparedness plan together. 
when you're going to bring a large group of people to a city, and I say a large group of people, because if it's a 25-person meeting, it may not be as necessary, but a larger group of people that you're bringing to a city for a meeting, I always like to make a connection with the salesperson at the local convention and visitors bureau. There are a lot of advantages that can happen when you let a convention and visitors bureau in a city know that you're bringing a group of people to their city. There's a lot of complimentary things you can gather for your guests to have distributed to them upon their arrival at the hotel, maps, free tickets, admission to places. There's all sorts of things. But the reason when it comes to emergency preparedness to have a good contact at the local convention and visitors bureau is because they're your well-connected local friends in that city from start to finish. And in the case of an emergency, they would be your trusted go-to in that city for all sorts of assistance. When you're bringing guests together, you always want to have them provide you with two emergency contacts because often I have heard, this is really interesting, that somebody provides an emergency contact, but the organization cannot reach their emergency contact for several days. So there's value in getting two emergency contacts for your attendees in case you need to get in touch with somebody's uh, family or or friend. Uh, Make sure that the travel agency that you use to move your guests to and from the city has a 24-hour global live assistance. That is so valuable. I have heard about some of my clients whose travel agency does not provide 24-hour global live assistance. And just that very fact threw everything off in a, in a crucial way when a client was trying to move people quickly back out of a destination. And so I like to share that tip with you when choosing your travel agency. Make sure they offer the 24-hour global live assistance and store their phone numbers and contacts on all of your devices and make sure everyone that you are working with planning a meeting and on-site has that information as well. Find out if any of your guests have food allergies and everybody seems to these days and communicate that with hotels and venues to make absolute certain that there are zero mistakes. So, Another part of your job in preparing for your group to arrive is to review and re-review the names of the guests, specifically who they are, with your conference services manager, the banquet chef, and the banquet captain who's going to be serving your guests the meal on that day, his or her team. So you have to really, sometimes you might tell a conference services person that, Uh, three people are allergic to shellfish and those are the three that are not supposed to get the shellfish or whatnot. But sometimes the communication doesn't make it to the kitchen. Sometimes the communication doesn't make it to the banquet captain on the floor that evening or afternoon or morning um, and his or her team who are serving the food to you. So make sure when you know about certain food allergies, dietary restrictions, etc., that it's your job to communicate it with everyone involved in putting the food in front of your guests. 
uh, that knowing the name and the address of the nearest local hospital to the hotel or the venue can be very valuable as well. And if you are planning a remote meeting in a destination where there is not a hospital that is close or one is a two-hour ride or a two-hour flight away, whatever it is, be aware of it. Always know the name and the address of the closest hospital to the hotel. And some hotels, many do, so you'll have to ask when you're uh, negotiating the contract if this is valuable and important to you. Hotels often have an on-call doctor. So if one of your guests um, is ill, the hotel will have a local doctor that can come and make a, a house call, so to speak, or a hotel call to see your your guest who is not well and uh, determine what should happen next. And, you know, you never can chance weather threats. I mean, if you know a few days in advance that there's going to be a strong potential for a destination to not be available to get in or out of, it's better to be safe than sorry, and it's never a good idea to put your guests in jeopardy. The force majeure clause in the contract will protect customers from cancellations due to weather, but you also definitely want to think about what alternate plans you might be making um, to keep out of harm's way when it comes to weather. And really, it's all about planning and preparing to make sure that you and your company are ready to handle anything that comes along. Again, being prepared is the value. And you won't, you won't be turned into a panic situation if you have a really, really well thought out plan that is easy to execute and everyone involved in the meeting is is aware of, I think that's that's priceless. Just being prepared. It is the responsibility of your corporation or association to always have your guests in your best interest. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Meetings Concierge podcast. I truly love sharing my knowledge and expertise about planning meetings. For more information about my complimentary service, or if I may answer any of your questions, send an email to me, nancy at meetingsconcierge.com. Until next time, bon voyage.